Welcome to episode seven of the Train Energy podcast. Will losing weight make me feel better about myself? So there are a lot of people saying, you know, if you're overweight, you should embrace it. You know, we, we talk about fat shaming and we talk about accepting people for who they are. But I would say to them, unless you've been overweight, unless you've been really overweight, um, you can never truly understand how that feels. Um, it is a constant, for me, it's, and, and my experience with my clients, it's a constant sadness. Um, and it's an unrelenting anxiety that sits deep within your heart, deep within your soul, um, that never seems to go. I, I, could, I felt that I could never relax and I could never, I could never just be. So right now I practice, for the last 15 years, I practice a lot of mindfulness and being able to embrace my day and embrace the moment. Um, and it's a total, total disconnect between how I used to feel. How I used to feel, you know, every second of the day is I'm fat. I feel fat. I feel ugly. I feel horrible. I feel worthless. I feel insecure. And, you know, why would, why would we want to feel that way? So people who are not overweight, they would, they, 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 they kind of, not judging us, but they say, "Come on, guy, come on, guy. You know, if you're a PT and you, you you've been always been lean, you've always been fit. Say, so come on, bro. You just got to move more. You just got to make better food choices." Um, but they don't understand how difficult it is when you are in that place, when you're in that deep dark hole, when you feel so lonely, so fucking shit, and on your own. They don't understand how that feels, because it's it's. It's a dark, dark hole. And when people start saying things to you, you just feel stuck. It's like, I describe it as being trapped, being stuck in a trap from which you can't escape. And every time you try and escape the trap, so every time someone, you know, you hire a PT or someone you know is losing weight and you go, right, I'm going to get on the bandwagon. So you start making these changes and you, you start trying to change your habits and your lifestyles and you start doing it. You start making some progress and suddenly, boom, the trap snaps back at you and then kind of drags you back to the start again. So you're always looking up at the light out of this dark hole, but you could never seem to get out. And what I find with myself and with a lot of clients is that we start to develop this belief system that, do you know what? You're always going to be fat. Do you know what? You're always going to feel like this. So even when we start trying you know, to lose weight or trying to change the way that we feel or the way that we look, ultimately, deep down inside, we always believe that we're going to fail. So how can we ever succeed? It was a long time ago that I was overweight, um, but there are certain feelings and certain things that have still stuck with me to today. Um, and it seems like almost yesterday um, because the way it makes me feel is very, very emotional. I remember one of the big things that used to really affect me was my work. So I used to have to walk to my t- train station I get on the train and then have another little walk, only at five minutes, then get to work. And I remember being so overweight, being 100 kilograms with a four, size 40 inch waist, it was difficult to walk. So to normal people, they would just go to work, get on the train and go to work. But for, for me, it was like such a journey. Like every day was such a journey. It was like the equivalent of, you know, average Joe doing like a 5k run. That was like what I did every day to go to work. And it was so hard, like climbing up the steps or just walking to the train station. You know, if I was a couple of minutes 
late for work, I'd have to just increase my steps very slightly. But that little increase in speed, I would end up getting on the train and I'd be sweating and it was so horrible. I'd always carry a handkerchief and I'm, I'm wiping my sweat from my forehead and my arms. And then I'd get to work and my clothes would be wet. And it got to the point that I'd have to have like a spare T-shirt or a spare shirt. So when I got to work, I'd have to change it. And that was that that was really, really shit. Having to do, you know, a lot of these little things that most normal people, I would say normal, but average Joe didn't have to do, just made me feel really fucking different. And it, because it made me feel really different, it made me feel even more excluded from other people. And so it would try and, I guess I would hide even more. I would go kind of inside myself even more because all the time I'm reminded, you look different, Rowan, you know, you are fucking different. You know, going out in the evenings, going out for social events, um, when I had to, because I'd always try and avoid going out because I hated being around these thin people, <laughs> these these thin people. It made me feel so shit about myself. Um, but when I'd go out and I could never relax, I was always, always constantly tugging at my shirt so it didn't like hang over my belly and cling to my belly. Um, I couldn't just relax like everyone else is having a good time. And the only thing, the only thought going through my head was, you're just overweight, you're just fat. Everybody's looking at your stomach. Everybody's looking at you thinking you're so fat. Um, And, you know, again, like, unless you've been overweight, you can't understand that anxiety and that that stress, that that fear that everybody's looking at you. Everybody's judging you. So when people see my transformation pictures and they see pictures of me before I lost the weight, they're like, first of all, they're like, oh, my God, I can't believe that's you. That's the complete opposite of who you are now. And some people don't even believe that it's me. <laughs> um, and second of all, they say, well, if that is you, how the hell did you do that? So I tell them that it took, for me, my transformation took 12 weeks. Um, I went from being 100 kilos to 78 kilos uh, from a size 40 inch waist to a size 33. Um, and I did it in 12 weeks because I had literally hit rock bottom. I was super depressed. I was super unhappy. Um, I just had a breakup with my girlfriend at the time and I was quite possibly at the worst place I could be um, and have been in my whole entire life. And, you know, you hear people say, you hear like Tony Robbins and, you know, all these motivation speakers say, when you hit rock bottom, you know, that's when you have an ability to change because it's an, now it's an absolute must. When you hit rock bottom, um, you know, you've got this, you can either change or you can just give up on life. And unfortunately for some people, you know, they take that literally. And, you know, at that point, you know, when you become really vulnerable, people can can choose that they don't want to go on anymore. Um, and if I'm being honest, I was at that point. Um, but a voice in my head said, Rowan, get the fuck up. Um, you need to fucking change and you will change. Um, and even now when I'm with clients and I'm working with clients, and it's a tough job because, you know, I have to be the accountability bar to that person, to that client, because they don't get it from anyone else. They don't get anyone else calling them out on their shit, calling them out on their excuses. And, you know, a lot of other PTs say, you know, Rowan, you've got this unique system. Um, you know, how is it that you do that? How did you, you know, think about doing that? And I was like, bro, this is just what I said to myself. The voice that told me to get the fuck up and do it is the same voice that I tell my clients, like, don't fucking give me that shit. Like, that's a fucking bullshit excuse and you fucking know it. So, you know, that's a big part of how I am with my clients because 
when they, they, when they tell me that I don't understand that or I don't get that, I say, no, fuck you. I get that because I was fucking you 15 years ago. And I used to give myself every fucking excuse under the sun not to change, not to do X, Y, or Z. But only when I hit rock bottom, I was able to lose my excuses. I was, I was able to say, no, of course I can fucking do that. Like, if it's life or fucking death right now, of course I can do that. And I guess that's why, you know, at Trainergy, we have such a high transformation rate, such a high success rate, is because I am quite fucking brutal with my clients. Like, I don't take shit because I know it's an excuse. I guess with a lot of other coaches and trainers, especially the younger ones um, who've never been overweight, and they're like, oh, yeah, okay, I get that you don't, you can't do that, or you can't get up earlier, or I get that you're tired, um, or you don't want to, you know, change change that habit. I'm like, I get that, but I don't fucking understand it. I don't understand it because, again, I was in your shoes and I fucking did it, so you can fucking do it. And everybody else on the program who's in the program with you, they're fucking doing it too. So what's your fucking excuse? Because you've got 20 other guys in the same group as you and the same community group as you who are doing the same thing I'm asking you to do or the same thing that you need to fucking do for yourself. So I guess for me, a big part of making change is getting rid of the excuses because it's our excuses that suffocate us. It's our excuses that prevent us from change. They give us reasons to say, it's okay. You don't have to do that. You can't do that. It's too hard, but it's okay. So for me, there are no fucking excuses because I can't have you feeling that way. I can't have you feeling or staying in the same fucking place. There, there's a time to fucking change and that time is now. That's why you fucking came to me. And that's how I felt within myself. I didn't have anyone to coach me. I didn't have anyone to tell me that I needed to change. I hit that place and my, my own voice in my head told me that I needed to change. And if we talk about the physical aspects of being overweight, you know, the disease that comes with it, the risk of heart disease, the risk of liver failure, the risk of stroke, the risk of um, heart attack, um, diabetes, just the inability to be able to, to walk, the inability to be able to run, you know, the impact it makes on, you know, not just health implications, but just daily activity is just massive. And as human beings, you know, we are designed to be able to move freely. We're designed to be able to walk, you know, miles and miles a day looking for food, hunting, you know, we're not supposed to be overweight. And so of course, we're going to feel shit when we're overweight. Of course, we're going to feel depressed. Of course, we're going to feel sad. Of course, we're going to feel um, anxiety. And for me, myself, and for clients that I work with, they all say the same thing. It's like, when I changed my life around, when I started losing the weight, and I started to feel actually like the person that I genuinely felt inside, even when I was overweight, but I felt I was trapped into someone else's body. Now I feel like that person, that true person. And that's how I, that's what I believe about everybody. And everybody has like a true energy, a true way of being inside of them. And, and this body, you know, when, when, it's ha- when it has excess body fat on it, when it slows the movement of that person, when it impacts their, their ability to, to function as they should as a human being, that makes them feel sad. It makes them feel makes them feel really, really sad. Um, so, you know, I spend all of my life, I spend 365 days a year, literally helping people escape this trap, the same trap I was stuck in, 
you know, I know the pain, I know the struggles, and, you know, having gone through it myself, I just know how hard it is to be able to change your habits, your change your lifestyle, to lose the weight. It's not fucking easy. It's not easy. Um, and, you know, if you are overweight, you know that it's not easy because you keep trying and you keep failing. So I want everybody to live the best life. I want everybody to feel um, the way that I feel when I change my life around, when I, when I lost the weight. You know, it's not healthy. It's not healthy to be overweight. It's not, it doesn't make you feel good. So why would we, why would we settle for something other than the best for ourselves? So the reason I recorded today's podcast is over the next 12 weeks, I'm going to be giving you all my strategies that I use with my clients. I'm going to give you as much help, as much advice and as much support as I can, because I don't want you, if you are overweight, I do not want you to feel the way that I felt. I want you to feel amazing. Like I feel amazing right now. I feel amazing. I changed my life around. You know, I've just got married recently. You know, everything since I changed my life, since I changed my life around by losing the weight, it gave me the opportunity to grow inside, if that makes sense, because I didn't have the, the worry, the anxiousness. I was able to develop the skills and, and find the tools that I needed to grow myself as, as Rowan, <laughs> if that makes sense. So that's what I want for you guys. So listen to my strategies, listen to my, to my podcast, and hopefully you'll learn some skills, you'll get some tools that will allow you to change your life around. So if you are overweight and you have been struggling with your weight for a long time, I want you to take from this podcast that, you know, you don't have to be overweight and you don't have to feel like this. And in fact, you've got a fucking duty to yourself to change the way that you feel about yourself. You've got an absolute duty to believe that you can change the way that you look and the way that you feel. Because all you've known, all your brain knows so far, the belief system that you've created in your own mind is that you can't do it. And when we can't do something, our mind, our, our mind goes into self-protection. So it's like, it's okay that you can't do it. You know, we don't want to make ourselves feel even worse. So we come up with this added layer of self-protection to go, it's okay. You know, then you start coming up with justifications to go, it's okay. You know, I'm successful. Uh, I have money or I have a lot of friends or, you know, I have a really beautiful husband or a beautiful wife. And I want you to really look in the mirror and really be honest with yourself. You don't have to be honest with anybody else on this planet, but you do have to be honest with yourself. I want you to really, really be honest with yourself. Look in the mirror and say, am I fucking as happy as I can be? Am I happy as much as I want to be? And if the answer is yes, then that's good. You're good to go. But if the answer, the true answer is no, that deep fucking deep inside, all of this, I love the way I am or I'm happy with how I am is a fucking cover because you genuinely are not happy and you genuinely believe that you can't change. Right? I want you to do something about it. So thanks again for listening to the Trinity podcast and we will see you soon for episode seven.